I'm Leonard Nimoy. Join me for In Search of... An Artemis! Welcome, podcast fans. This is an experiment. This is the In Search of an Argument gang, and we are doing a shorter, possibly sweeter version of our usual uh, podcast episode. We are just doing the top of mind part of the episode. And we'll see how it works and see what people think about it. And who knows, maybe we'll start doing this every other week or maybe we won't. Uh, but we're going to do top of we mind won't. only today. <laughs> and I'm going to start by calling on John Heights. John, what's on the hey. top of your mind? <laughs> uh, hi, Jim. Um, so I've nothing. I what's top of my mind is has been the Amy Coney Barrett hearings. I don't know if you guys listened to them. Did you listen to them? No, have not no. had time. Only so highlights. I had them on. I had them on in the background while I was home. Uh, and uh, for for significant portions of the time. And I mean, I just it's I generally my takeaway is just that it's depressing. I mean, she's the the conversation is how she's uh. I know she's been supported by everybody at Notre Dame. I know she's well qualified. I know she meets all the, you know, all the, all the ticks, all the boxes. And I know that the Supreme Court is very well respected in this country compared to the other branches of government, which flat out suck and do nothing or feel or people don't like very much. But hearing her refer to sexual orientation as sexual preference in a question, I wanted to vomit. And all I thought to myself is, this is a person who is going to be deciding the, the all the con. I mean, hopefully, she won't overturn my marriage, um, or won't be part of a, a panel of judges that overturn my marriage. But uh, you know, or or send it back to Illinois. So I'm I'm married in Illinois, but not in other states. Like in, like forty feet away when I go to Indiana to see my brother. But um, it more just was like she's. How can you be so out of touch in 2020? As to, I mean, to not know that. I mean, she has. It's clear she just lives in a bubble where she doesn't know anyone, probably other than Pete Buttigieg. He's the he was the mayor of her town, right? No, yeah, South Bend. Yes. Yeah. So it's just depressing to me. That's kind of so. That's what's top of mind for me is that the, those those hearings were were were, were painful. I mean, on top, added add to that the fact that they were insanely boring because her entire agenda was to say nothing. So uh, it's you know, I'm sorry, I can't answer that question, Jim. So yes. I have a- Go ahead. My my hand is up. Yes, sure. so is Jim's. I, I'm, <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm sorry. I put my hand up, but I decided not to talk. But Shelly, go ahead. So can you go back about 12 sentences ago, John, and explain the point that you were up in arms? I missed it. About she, what she said. she she I had just, one question on she's pretty much she's pretty much a, from what I can tell she's a social conservative probably economically she's somewhere in the middle of the pack of conservative but uh-huh. socially she's way conservative Catholic you know like uh, I her, I this the one thing I heard was that the Christian group that she was a member of in South Bend referred to women as handmaids. Um, and they had it on their website and took it off at some point. I've read that in at least two political articles. Uh, but the thing that really that the, the piece of social conservatism that really got me up in arms was LGBT issues, which is near and dear to my heart, obviously, uh. since I only got married because the Supreme Court made gay marriage legal in this country. Um, the, and she referred at once she had the one question that I saw that she had about LGBT stuff, she referred to she didn't refer to it as sexual orientation, which is the 
which which is the well accepted um, uh, you know terminology that that the the community uses to identify with, uh, as opposed to the much older and much more judgmental term sexual preference, which is what she used in the uh, in the hearing. And so that's what I'm up in arms about is that she's an idiot. I mean, she doesn't know. She obviously has no connection to LGBT people or the community or any understanding of of our issues or of uh, you know where where we need to go. And I'm so I'm it's I'm disheartened by the whole thing. And it's just like it, I mean, I you know, in some ways, it's I don't. I think she's probably a fine jurist. She'll probably be a great judge, but I, I you know, for, for other things, I don't know, maybe she'll just be milk, milk toast or anodyne nothingness, but I, I sincerely doubt it. I have a feeling she's going to be a, she's going to be on the court a very long time and she's going to be doing some very bad things for the country. Thank okay. you for clearing that up. Sure. Uh, Peggy has her hand up. Yeah, so why would you say you're thinking she'd be a, she'd be a very fine judge and a very fine jurist if you're saying she's going to do bad things for our country? Well, because the, the the legal community is a monopoly in this country. It has a it has a you know if you're a lawyer, being qualified as a lawyer or a judge is ostensibly about like you know having gone to the right law school, done the right type of work for X number of, for a certain amount of time and basically kept your head down and kept your nose clean enough that you're, you know, that you're, you're, you're not considered a, a Michael Cohen or something, uh, you know, it, the, and, and you're not in jail. It's like the bar, in my opinion, and I, I mean, not the, the legal bar, but the metaphorical bar is low uh, for, for me to be a, to, to be a, to be qualified. You, you basically need to, you need to have passed the bar <laughs> which isn't very hard in some states it's like you know if you're if you're breathing you pass um and uh but but more importantly i just it, for me it's you know it's it's about i i don't ha- so i think that if, in the eyes of what we consider legal expertise i'm sure she'll be fine she's probably gonna she she knows cases and she could refer to you know supreme court precedent when she needs to i get it she can ref- she can name cases that she cares about but i don't really necessarily think she's uh, uh you know i i don't i don't see her as p- being particularly brilliant that everybody keeps saying i'm sure she's qualified and qualified for me is always kind of a low bar yeah peg she's lame john <laughs> she's not She's lame, and I'm completely offended with the the ACB as a nod to RBG. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, I, it doesn't sit with me. The whole like, oh, she's had, she's been able to be a really good mom and be a working professional woman, and has time for everything, and she's amazing, and she's got five biological children and two black adopted kids from Haiti. How about she's got seven kids? It just, that makes me crazy. Everything about her makes me nuts. And there's no way she's not going to turn back the clock for this country, but that's not what's on top of my mind. Shelly, you, okay. You have your so, hand up. so I want to remind you that the Supreme court, uh, a group effort, not a, into a single individual effort. Um, but I also feel like she has some justification in not sharing all of her opinions. And I know nothing, so I'm just saying this on basing, not knowing a thing. But if she, 
reveals her cards too much, or any Supreme Court justice candidate reveals their cards too much, they're going to be crucified by either side of the aisle because it's not going to align with one side or it's not going to align with the other. So I feel like her not divulging some things is kind of what they all do when they go through this process. They share a little bit, but they can't go down. And I'm not justifying her saying the sexual preference thing. Um, I'm, that's not what I mean by that. I just mean like some of the issues. Peggy and then John. Well, I was just going to say that, yes, of course, it's a it's a joint thing. But the more conservative the, the Supreme Court gets, the less... Um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Fair it is. Um, equal, whatever. So, and of course she's not going to spill her super duper duper conservative ways because she will then not appeal to the more moderate right. conservatives. So she doesn't want to lose the vote. She wants to get on the Supreme Court. I mean, and I get what you're saying. They all do. I don't know why they do. I wouldn't personally. <laughs> Obama said it's monastic, and I agree. John, it sounds boring as John, hell. But I, I definitely John, think... Um, yeah. John, you didn't Sorry. put your hand up. My hand had been up. You said well, I was but, next. Oh, okay. But you didn't wait till you were called on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Do we need to do that? Yeah, I totally <laughs> My hand's up now. John. Do I get to skip John? <laughs> yes. I agree with John. You told him he was... I next. also want to point out that the purpose of this episode <laughs> was to do awesome. a short version, top of mind only. Oh, and we're almost yeah, at the ten yeah, minute yeah, yeah. mark here, but that's no, right. it's fine, it's fine. I mean, it. I mean, I mean, Shelley, I don't disagree that the, the the. I don't think that they need to reveal anything. Although I do think that the confirmation hearing is a complete waste of time, and uh, if it has any meaning whatsoever, they probably should have to say something. I don't really yeah. care though. Otherwise, who who cares? I mean, maybe the Democrats were idiots for getting rid of the filibuster for this process because then that way they could have actually maybe you know at least had some kind of say or some kind of threat of some kind of power because this is a joke. The the hearings are meaningless. I'm criticizing her based on her record or based on what I know about her as a person from what I've read. Just I read I glanced at one of her law review articles and I looked at and I looked at um that or one article she wrote as a professor in a law review and I looked at one of her I, and I and I've just read a bunch of, you know, of of pieces in in the news generally about her what, what she's written about and what position she's taken. It's, you know, it's crystal clear where she's coming from. This isn't, there's mm-hmm. not, there, there's no, there are no, going to be no surprises here. Peg? I agree that the hearings are meaningless. I mean, if you think about Kavanaugh and the people <laughs> just in the court of law accused him of assaulting them and yet he's still appointed. I mean, the hearings are absolutely useless and the hearing shouldn't even be happening. And that is the issue really more than her. I don't care if it's the, my favorite candidate ever in the world. I would not be supporting having the hearings right now. Yeah. I'm with you. Okay. Shelly, what's on the top of your mind? Uh, so what's on the top of my mind? I have two things, believe it, on the top of my mind. I have a it's five. It's a very thir- capacious mind you have, Shelley. <laughs> it is. Now I have three because I have to look up capacious. So, and Jim, was your hand up when you said capacious? <laughs> it was not. As a matter of fact, I should be punished severely. <laughs> Take your turn, Peggy. You're so good at calling people out. This is not going to work. Neither was your hand up when you called me out either, so this is just degenerating. But let's try to get back 
to, as they say in Congress, regular order. Go ahead, Shelley. Regular order. So the first thing on the top of my mind um, and has been on the top of my mind for like a week and a half is I think I have it worked out for um, some employees that I was going to have to transition out of their job. So uh, if fingers crossed, cool. we might be able to keep them and put them in different spots. Congratulations. Uh, heavy negotiating. and. Uh, so yeah, so that was number one. Number two is I have a fantastic happy hour with some work friends scheduled via Zoom at 5.30 today. So I'm very excited to have that. And I've already started on my happy hour. So I'll be well into it by the time that call starts. And so I just want to say that we now have, I believe the first time we have a top of mind update because you did that yes. as your top of mind on the last episode and now you're updating it with a god. new top of mind that relates himself. to the previous one. Oh my god yeah. oh my god okay topics. Serenity oh, Peggy has, has her hand up serenity now has her hand up yeah shelly i was that's why i called you earlier because i wanted to know why you wanted to did you have a date or a plan or something? So now we know that you uh, have a happy hour. And secondly, what are you consuming as your um, happy hour beverage? Oh, so I have, those are excellent questions, comments. I am consuming a, a Robert Mandavi Cabernet Sauvignon that is <laughs> bourbon barrel aged. Oh, your wow, favorite. Fancy. Yes, Our own me. version of Jeffrey Tubin has his hand up. <laughs> is that me? <laughs> yes. yes. Ah, that's so sweet, Jim. Thanks. I'll take that as a compliment, even though it's not. Um, the uh, yeah, people are like starting to do things again. I'm finding. I I, had, I talked to an 84 year old uh, friend day before yesterday, and she's like, and she's like, well, have you been to a restaurant yet? Because I know some great places we can go to where we can get a seat. And I'm thinking, hell, if she's willing to go out and not even flinching, I'm going to stop being such a prudish jerk because i got apparently i'm i'm down uh, downplaying it although i don't know from what i heard the numbers here in illinois are really bad and and apparently indiana is right on the verge of being banned from coming to illinois so i think i don't know i'm not sure which way to go shelly and then peggy uh so indiana yes just became on the quarantine list i um and points of clarification mm -hmm. my happy hour is via zoom Oh, right. So one right. is in, because right. one of my happy right. hour partners is in Manhattan and the other is in Florida. Lovely. Peggy? Yes. So yes, I knew yours was on Zoom. John, I don't think you should uh, be relinquishing your reins on your um, solitude just yet as the numbers yeah. are rising, as unclench. you pointed out. We are having some serious issues in Michigan. I think we had like don't quote me on these numbers, but something like 48 cases per week <laughs> a couple weeks ago, and now we're having 190 cases a week. you are saying them over essentially the public air. So, in fact, you are quoted on these numbers. Well, but... don't, don't make me swear on the Bible to them or swear to anything. So we're actually going to start being a little bit more uh, strict again. Ah, good. But your Would state's you... not in the quarantine list, right? Whoops. Go Raise ahead. my hand. Sorry. Go ahead. I don't think so. Well, we are like like to go to Connecticut right now. You have to have a 
negative in the last three days test proof if you were to get pulled over because you have Michigan plates or some you know something like that. So okay, that was arbitrary, but okay. Peggy, would you swear or affirm if given the option? On what I just said? <laughs> no, no. Do you know the difference between swearing and affirming? Well, I think affirming is less uh, detrimental, like less No, serious. it's just you're not, swearing means you're taking an oath before God. Affirming means you're doing the same thing without That's not what it means God. colloquially, but that's what it means legally. Oh, legally, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Peggy. All right, who's next? Okay, I've <laughs> apparently we've lost. Peggy won't answer my question, but oh, maybe I guess she I would affirm. I guess I'd okay. affirm. Sorry, but Peg, why don't you also tell us what is on the top of your very capacious mind? Well, like John, I've had a lot of thoughts in the last seventeen minutes, so. <laughs> <laughs> The current thought is that I just looked out the window and I think I'm the only person in the world who's disappointed that it stopped raining and that there's a blue sky. Why? Because I was all excited about just making some popcorn and going in my basement and watching a movie and not doing anything for the rest of the night. And now it's nice out. Like I could go take a walk or do some yard work or something. If you don't want to do those things, why don't you just get the popcorn and go see a movie? I'm I would not go see a movie. Or I mean, I mean, mean yeah, see a movie. Go to my house. basement to yeah, see a movie. Yeah, that's what yes. I meant. I'm sorry, I was imprecise, but yes, why don't you just do that if you want to do it? Okay, thanks for that. <laughs> I mean, I don't <laughs> understand why the fact that it's good, nice outside, prevents you from doing what you want to do. <laughs> because it doesn't really. It just makes you feel better about it that you're Peg, not wasting if you were to go evening. to a movie right now if you were going to go down no my hand my hand was up my hand my hand was up first my hand was up i turned it off Shelley when i started first. to speak Shelley i was first. way before her jim Shelley jim first. if you're going to monitor this you need to actually monitor it i'm <laughs> monitoring you were, i was up i was up like five minutes before okay. her okay peggy so, if you were so to obviously go to john like oh the president of the united states epic fail epic fail like the president of the united states if you don't get the outcome you want you reject the this process. Yeah, right? I mean, see, you did because you did it flat out wrong. Okay, okay. okay. It's I rigged. can. It's rigged. The only way you hand. can lose is if it's rigged, John. Oh I can. You guys are all going to be to John. <laughs> Go ahead, John. Really ask our question. No, I was like, I was like trying to. Think. I raised my hand and I had it up for like a minute and a half. And believe me, all I kept doing was repeating what I wanted to ask in my head because I knew I was going to forget. You really have a hard time Jim remembering what's me. on your mind for a minute. <laughs> no, and Jim, a half. if you're engaging in conversation with someone, you're listening to what they say and you respond immediately. If you're coming in with pre-slugged answers that you're just forcing into whatever you're doing, then you're a a politician and b not being spontaneous, which is what conversation is. You're not I, listening. It's boring. I. Always have my conversations completely planned out in advance. So I don't. Well, know I know you do, and that's what I'm saying. Is it's much so, better to be spontaneous. So you're saying I'm a boring politician, John? Is you're a politician. You are a politician, Jim. Okay, John. What's your it's question to Peggy John, Sue? What is your comment? And then Shelley. No, no, no. My my question was, what movie was? She, how? What was her process? Is for that also your question, Shelley? By the way. 
My question was, if it was rainy and ugly out, what movie would you choose to watch? We're basically Seems like it's saying the same question. Asking so, Peg, question. why don't you Uh-oh. give them two different answers, just in keeping of the spirit of the day? Here. I don't really know. I'm ha- I hate to say that after all that. I don't. No, I mean, do you just turn on Netflix and just <laughs> yeah. like, click on the next movie, or do no, you no? I would scroll through to see do if you Google interesting. like best Netflix movies of all time, New York Times. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't. Do you I did. do you call up a friend and say, "Hey, hey what's good?" Uh, right now? I believe yeah. the senator's time has expired, and uh, <laughs> Ms. Bennett, yeah, the next senator, will now ask questions. Have um, you seen Roma? Yes, I have. Yeah, it's, it's, it's the last thing. Wasp I Network. I, I told you you should watch Wasp Network. Oh yeah, that's what we got to see. Yeah. Wait, is that on? Is that on Netflix? Yes, it is. Wasp Network. Is it a movie? It's really good. It's really good. Hmm. Okay. It's a movie, right, Jim? Yes, it is a movie. Yeah, it's yeah. very good. Okay. Um. All right, Peggy, I'm sorry you have to go out and suffer in the beautiful day. That's all right. It is kind of cold out, actually. It's like 50 or 46 or something. Have you forgotten that Peg said that she loves this time of year because it gets dark early <laughs> and that she can put I, that's on why her I hate pajamas that the sun's out. at like 5 o'clock in the afternoon <laughs> and then just, you know, that's like her favorite thing? Am I, I not, do not correctly uh. stating what you said, Peg? Like a no, you got it right. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. You like it when it gets dark early? Yes, do I love you guys it. Talk about not listening to each other. Peg said this on the podcast just Well, recently. I listened. Mm-hmm. I didn't memorize it. Wow. <laughs> but you didn't do, remember And so it. do you like getting up when it's dark? Not too? really, but it, no, but I love how I feel when I keep hitting snooze. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So cozy. We are so different, but we are Yet, the same. You but love we are each the other, same, and that's we love each other important. deeply. It's like Rizzoli and Isles. They're very different, <laughs> but they're best friends. Um, lazy. I was also thinking on the top of my mind that I was really glad I got my haircut because it looked really good today. Your haircut Woo-hoo. is adorable. We'll put, a, we'll put a photo of you on the site. And Rizzoli yes. and Isles are two TV series that I have seen every episode of. Anyway. Wait, why are you throwing that random fact in there when we're because talking about you said, my top when of I mind? said Rizzoli and Isles, somebody said Cagney and Lacey. So I was oh, all right. You're up then. You're next. Show. All right. So I've been thinking a lot about elections. I don't know why. But uh, there are two elections that I've been thinking about a lot. One is the 1976 presidential election, which I'm sure none of you have any. But you, when I say you, I mean the three of you. Or my podcast partners have any but the most rudimentary memories of because you were all too young to really remember it. Uh, I remember it very well. It was the first presidential election I voted in. And uh, it might very well have been the 2016 election. Jimmy Carter won the popular vote by almost 2 million votes, not quite as much as Hillary Clinton, but very close to the same margin that Hillary Clinton had in 2016. Yet, if he won the state of Ohio by 10,000 votes, that's 10,000, by the way, out of 4 million votes cast, and the state of Hawaii, of all places, by 7,000 votes, if those two states had flipped, he would have won the the popular vote by a margin similar to um, Hillary Clinton and lost the Electoral College, much the same as she did in in, uh, 2016. Also... 
completely randomly, but also related to the 1976 election, which is one of the things I loved to remember about is that the anchor of NBC News in 1976 was a guy named John Chancellor, and he came up with the idea of creating an electronic map that was colored, and each time they would call a state for either the Republicans or the Democrats, it would be turned into the color based on that, and then the NBC graphics department actually created such a map, and then, of course, within four years, every network had such a map, which we're all used to, but little remembered is the fact that on that first map in 1976, the colors we now associate, blue with Democrats and red with Republicans, were reversed. The red states were the Democratic states in the first map in 1976, and the blue were the Republicans. I have no idea how those colors got changed around, but now, of course, it's baked into the uh, lexicon. Everybody talks about blue states and red states, and it all goes back to that map created in 1976. The other election I've been thinking about is the 2000 presidential election, very famously, where Al Gore very narrowly won the popular vote by about 500,000 votes, which is a really narrow margin when you consider that 100 million people essentially voted. And of course, the famous thing about that election is the 537 vote margin, the disputed 537 vote margin by which George Bush won Florida and thereby won the Electoral College. But two things people don't talk about or have forgotten about about that election is there was actually a state with a closer margin than Florida. Al Gore won New Mexico by about 350 votes, less than the margin by which George Bush won Florida. And the other thing is, nobody really expected Al Gore to win Florida in that election. The reason, the real reason Al Gore didn't get elected president is because he lost a state that the Democrats have won in every other presidential election since 1992, including when Bush ran in 2004, which is Al Gore, by 7,000 votes, lost New Hampshire in the 2000 presidential election. If he had won New Hampshire, all the Florida hanging chads and butterfly blout, that would all been a little interesting historical footnote, and Al Gore would have gotten elected president. In the year where Al Gore lost New Hampshire by 7,000 votes, Ralph Nader got 22,000 votes in New Hampshire that year. That's what I've been thinking about. That's what's on the top of my mind. Capacious means large, as in spacious, as in having a lot of capacity, Shelley. Shelley, you have your hand up now. Okay, I didn't want to speak till I was called upon after all of the... <laughs> Backlash from that. So my one and only question is, how was that, all of that, on the top of your mind? Well, you had two things on the top. How does that work? Because I spent a lot of time remembering and researching elections. So So that was research. Well, I had remembered. This is top of mind. Okay. But I had been doing that, not for the top of mind segment but for my own edification because I was remembering previous presidential elections. And so I wanted to double check the actual facts. And so then I did, that's been on the top of my mind. Those two things, both about how the Carter election could have been the 2016. It looked very much for a time Mm -hmm. that it might be that. And then the 2000 race, which of course became dominated by Florida, even though it shouldn't have been. 
those things ring yeah. uh, way heavily with me, which goes to show what's wrong. Very with good. Me. Very interesting. So, Shelley, you were questioning whether I was being honest about what's on the top of my mind. Or what's well, yeah. So I just feel like top of mind is very like, poo. I just took a good poo. That's a good top of mind but thing. And yours. no one has, in <laughs> fact, used that as top of mind yet. But, but but now you've given the idea to people. Yeah. Peg, did you have a comment, or did you want to tell us about your latest bathroom experience? Now, that no, I think she, I think Shelly's sound that she just made woo, is exactly a perfect description of a what of what top of mind is. I okay. love that because that's what it what is. It just means, is like comes comes right there fleetingly. But it was a legitimately sounds like top of his mind. He's just been doing some additional research as his top of mind. Well, I, I, I'm, to I'm just going to explain that I always decide before the podcast started what I'm going to talk about for top of mind and what I'm going to do for a recommendation. So just so you know, I do decide before the podcast starts recording. So. Sure. I think our listeners could probably guess that based on the things that you talk about. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah, excellent. So I that was good to share. Does anyone Jim. else have any further comments before we end this experiment, which may go down as one of the great successes, like the experiments of Thomas Edison, or maybe classified as one of the great experiments for which people go to jail for? We're not sure yet. Um, this is In Search of an Argument. We want to thank... Ted Enley for the music. We want to thank all of you for listening. If you listen to us on Apple, please leave a rating. It helps us. Also, please send us feedback. Please let us know if you like this top of mind only format. We may be doing it again. Uh, we'll have a regular episode out in a week, uh, which will include even more craziness than just top of mind. And we're looking forward to that. Uh, send us a voicemail send us an email send us a comment we'll be happy to publish it we may even put you on the air we'll see you next <laughs> week on a regular episode <laughs>